Hello and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red podcast with me, Ian Doyle. Joining me today is our full-time Liverpool reporter, both home and away, James Pearce. Hiya, Jay. Hello. Also with me is Echo reporter, Christian Walsh. Hi, Christian. Hello. And also we've got him, him otherwise known as Neil Jones. Hi, Neil. Hello. Uh, uh, are you going to mention our, our partners, Ian? I will mention our partners because regular listeners will know that we now are sponsored, or we've certainly got partners. They are beer52.com. If you head over to their website and enter the code ECHO, you will be given uh, a tenner off your first case of eight delicious craft beers. And with the weather as it is today, I think we'd all appreciate a craft beer. Although, obviously, some of us wouldn't because we don't drink. Though he's not here at the moment, so that's okay. James, we'll start with you. Looking ahead to Sunday's game against Southampton. Uh, After the win at Watford on Monday night, Liverpool are now in a very strong position to finish in the top four. But this arguably is would you say this is possibly the key game yeah i think so it's certainly the the most difficult of the of the three remaining um you know just just because i think you only have to look at the the games liverpool have had against southampton this season they've they've struggled you know was it four and a half hours of, of football they haven't even even scored and the uh you know the saints have, have done a job on liverpool to be fair in those games um i thought liverpool were maybe a little bit unlucky in the league game down there um, but it was, you know, at the time that was that was actually, you know, Southampton were the first team in a long time who had kind of, um, you know, managed to, you know, to to deal with Liverpool's attacking threat because that was at a point in the season where they were hammering hammering most 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 sides. Um, and then obviously the League Cup tie, I think, was was different just because it was at a stage in the season where Liverpool were really on their knees. Um, you know, injuries had, had bitten you know, key players at. Um, Lost their form. Obviously, Mane was away at the Africa Cup of Nations as well. Um, but yeah, that was that was a huge disappointment. But you know, I think you know, you'd like to think that there shouldn't be any shortage of motivation on Sunday because Liverpool certainly owe them one, um, and they're also the only team who will be playing on Sunday who have still got something to play for this season. Neil, does the fact that Southampton don't, as James just mentioned, then don't have anything to play for, should that does that come into it? I mean, obviously at this stage of the season we see an awful lot of strange results, but they tend to be, you know, teams who've previously not been doing so well and having to fight for their place in the league, coming up with results like Hull or Swansea, for example. But Southampton, they don't really have a lot no, they, to play they, for, do they? They don't. I mean, beyond prize money and and prestige of finishing the top half of the table, again, you know, they've they've had some, some good finishes recently season. But I saw them recently, Southampton against Chelsea on, on a midweek game. And I thought they were all right, Southampton. They were quite tight. But then, what you notice about a team, and I think I, I think it's quite unfair sometimes that you say, oh, they've got nothing to play for. Mm. So you sort of, you almost yeah, suggest yeah, they're so going to throw the game. Yeah, they've but always got something I think to what you find there. is when it gets just, when the other team ups it, have they got the same gears to go through? You know, can they be bothered going through, going through you know, a full, intense 90 minute um, toe to toe contest? That's Liverpool's challenge, you know. At the end of the day, the only thing I think the only way it can affect Liverpool, Southampton have nothing to play for. If it's is if it's in Liverpool's head that, that that's going to be easy, and it, 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 there's no excuse if there is. You know, I don't think it was there with Crystal Palace. I think they just played poorly. But if Liverpool went into it thinking, oh, you know, Southampton here will be be sort of on the holidays, then that's when it'll be a problem. But I think. I think it's all about Liverpool's performance, and if they can get some sort of intensity, I think the fact that they play first on Sunday before the the other game should help them because it gives them a chance to pretty much put themselves on the brink, you know, and and put real pressure on those two teams playing after them to get a result. 
I think what you have got to remember though is that it's weird, isn't it? Southampton, it's almost like a derby match. <laughs> in, a, in a weird way. Because the little sh- short hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just get the metro across. Defines families. <laughs> <laughs> the friendly derby. It's uh, but but because of the, the, the business that's been done between the two sides over the past three, four years, you know, Southampton fans hate Liverpool, don't yeah, they? They, they always get like a really um raucous reception when they went there you know and I think I remember the, the, the one nil it just sounded really you know vitriolic and you know the, the, that away that away end will be will not let their team I don't think sort of play for nothing if you see what I mean I, I think they they'll be expecting a performance from them I think there'll be a few players there I think in the team talk whether I mean whether club who all could care less about that sort of thing I don't know but you know, you'd feel like if the play, if the fans were doing the team talk, they'd be telling them, "Well, you know, let's show Lalana, let's show Lovren, um, let's show Mane, even though he's in the stands." What the? <laughs> well, what about, about <laughs> if you want to go and join them? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. If you get on the conveyor belt, yeah. or or don't have a good game and make sure that they are in the Champions League and then join them. Yeah. No, I see. There's That'd no be way more welcome, this. Yeah. Cynical, cynical from uh, the the cynic. <laughs> But I think they've they have been a bogey team lately, but they certainly haven't. You know, I can't remember many good performances against Southampton Bar. Maybe the the six one. That was pretty good. To it be was fair. very good. There was a ten out of ten performance, wasn't there? It was. We'll come back. Yeah, I was going to say we'll come back. We'll come back to that yeah. in a minute. But yeah, uh, but yeah um, you know, I think it was, it was Klopp's first league game, wasn't it at home? I think Mane scored there. Yeah. Uh, there was the three two, obviously, um, where Mane scored again, missed the penalty, and then of course three three occasions this season, no goals. So. It, even if they've got nothing to play for, I think Southampton wouldn't mind blooding the nose of Liverpool one more time. I know we just made reference to it then, but the person who got 10 out of 10 when Liverpool won 6 1 there in the League Cup last season was Dibok Origi. Now, yeah. James, Adam Lallana is, well, he's back because he obviously played, came on as substitute uh, at Watford for Coutinho. Coutinho's going to be okay. You'd assume they're both going to start. Is Origi the one who you'd expect to drop out? Yeah, I think so. Just because I think, well, I mean, I suppose the. The other option would would be to tinker with the the midfield three, uh, if possibly he thinks that you know the Chan Lucas Wijnaldum trio isn't creative enough uh, in a game where Liverpool are definitely going to have to try and force it and 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 be on the front foot and 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 take risks. Um, but yeah, I just thought I, I didn't think Origi was great the other night. And if you look at it in terms of who's most likely to miss out. You'd say that was probably the most the most likely one. Then you can obviously put Firmino back in the back in the middle. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how Klopp does, does set them up. And it was you know, hearing him at Melwood on Friday talking about again really emphasising the importance of being strong defensively. You know he he wasn't he wasn't eulogising about you know Liverpool going forward. It was you know almost almost admitting that he knows it's going to be tight. It's going to be nervy again, and that not conceding is is going to be absolutely paramount. I think you know the days of Liverpool going into games just looking to blow opponents away, like like it was back in the autumn, are long gone. Neil, uh, James mentions then about Jurgen Klopp talking about Liverpool needing to be better defensively, presumably meaning at home. Liverpool have only kept four clean sheets in seventeen home Premier League games this season, which is surprising when you think about that. Just when you consider that. that They've kept two on the road in the last two away games. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And Why do you think that is, by the way? Because most of them are basically conceding one goal. There's yeah, many well, teams have scored twice. Some of them, you think uh, Hull, Watford, Leicester were all sort of... Yeah, they, they, they give a goal away when they were yeah. battering them. You know, it, it, 
almost trying to rein them in a bit attacking wise because I think he knows that the, 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 the this isn't a Liverpool at the moment who are likely to go and go and wallop someone by three or four. What you got to remember is that Liverpool's last three goals have been uh, well worked slash fluke free kick routine. Um, where Firmino nods in uh, a 30 yard free kick which is absolutely wonderful and uh, an overhead kick which even tried at 999 more times he wouldn't score no, the, the goal before that was Firmino's at Stoke and Firmino's at Stoke yeah. which again is, is and you know Coutinho's well you can't have it both ways can you because we've been talking about these games no, being no, the ones where you need where you need the moments of quality you do need the moments of quality what I'm saying is again I'll repeat myself I've said this on a couple of podcasts but they're not really creating much yeah. quality of chances yeah. either, are they? They're relying on these moments yeah. of magic. They're not carving open teams. Actually, in the second half against Watford, was one of the first halves for a while where Liverpool looked quite dangerous on the break. And the, the the chances. A yeah, a couple of times. But apart from that, it hasn't really been happening. I, I, want, I think Sturridge will have a big part. Well, I was going to mention Sturridge then, yeah. He'll have a big part to play on the... Um... On Sunday. Well, he did it Southampton in the league game, didn't he? he yeah, came I was in the league game. I mean, he was the four the guy six, for the league six, cup. Because well, Liverpool won nil down, weren't they? Yeah, like well, two minutes. Well, I, he was also the four guy in the this season's league cup semi when he had a good chance, didn't he? A couple of good chances in front of the cop that he, he he couldn't take and would have levelled the tie, you know. And it was sort of our oh, storage, you know, missed his fluffed his lines back in the team after the um, after a long absence. But I think. He looked sharp. He looked dangerous against Watford. And he, he looked like he looked like he was he knew his role to come off for twenty minutes against tired and legs and, and start doing a bit. And I, I, I think he um, I think we'll see him on on Sunday for when if the game is tight. I think he he'll be he'll be the first the first one clock turns to rather than if Origi misses out. I think he'll go to Sturridge before Origi. Whereas in the past maybe he'd he'd go the other way. James, if Sturridge does get on or, or does feature at any point, do you think he'll get a note off Klopp like he did at Southampton in the League Cup? Yeah, don't just say, just score. <laughs> Please. Please. I, I, I think it's an important few weeks for Sturridge because I think you know, regardless of what happens in the summer, it's, it's vitally important for him that he finishes the season brightly because you know, if, as we all expect, his future does lie away from Liverpool, which I think it probably does, you know, he... You know, he he does need to put in a few performances to, to just to fire up a bit bit more interest in him. I think you know I, I thought the rumor mill would be in full swing about Sturridge by this stage, but it's you know I think apart from apart from Slaven Bilic at West Ham talking about how great he was a couple of years ago, but he's missed so much football since. It's, you, you don't get the impression that they're absolutely queuing up, and you know I think that just shows you underlines the problems he's had in the you know the last few years that. You know, in terms of you know, if Liverpool are looking to get a big fee for him as well, you know, the, you know, both both for the club and for Sturridge himself, it's it's really important that he, he finishes this this season strongly. I mean, obviously Liverpool are not the only team battling for this top four's berth at the moment. I mean, are we saying the top Tottenham Chelsea? Well, Chelsea have obviously gone. Tottenham are about to go, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're going to be a point tonight. Yeah, they'll West Ham. They'll be gone. Um, are we saying that Liverpool are still in for third though? Oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> If Liverpool win three games, they get third. I don't think there's any. Well, Man City could win their game. Yeah, they could absolutely like wallop teams. But they don't have to wallop. They only have to beat them by one more goal than Liverpool. Yeah, we've just wallop. That's twice that's been in this podcast. Yeah. Do we think we're a little bit getting a little bit carried away though with one win at Watford? No, no. You don't think that we are. I think, I, I think the opposite. I think, 
I, I genuinely, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limit. I'm gonna say Liverpool haven't had enough credit from their own supporters for this season because I don't think that they've got a magnificent team. I don't think they've got a magnificent squad, but the third in the Premier League behind a Tottenham team that is now it's fully accepted that they're the real deal. It's behind Antonio Conte, this you know who's taken the Premier League by storm. That's what it's game That's what it's taken to yeah. finish above Liverpool, a Tottenham team that have been brilliant, and a, a manager, you know, getting waking at Eden Hazard and Diego Costa out of their, 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 their coffins, you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> after, after last season. <laughs> That, 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 they're the only teams above Liverpool at the moment. I, I think, I think we, not us personally, but I think a lot of people have done Liverpool a bit of a disservice. Mainly because just Ian. I have not done them a disservice. Well, no, I'm not, I because they set high standards in, in October, November, yeah. and they were winning on so much. And then, okay, we all thought, what if? You know, could could it could it go? And on New Year's Eve, when he beat City, it looked like they had half a chance. We were all proved that we okay, we we were a bit premature with that, but they're still there. They're still yeah, third in the table. They're still, they're still in with a shout of achieving a big objective. Bear in mind as well, they've had, you know, it's not excuses, but it is an excuse in a way. They've had Coutinho out for a fair portion of the season. They've had Lallana out. Mane, Henderson. We haven't seen Henderson since February. No, we haven't seen Henderson since February. I mean, you can you can source of the Mane thing. They Sturridge. probably should have got yeah, some more. You haven't had a left-back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I recognise left-back. I think you're right. It is all about perspective, isn't it? Because if, if Liverpool had had, say, their January and February yeah, and yeah. August, September mm. and then everything else that, that followed. Yeah. You know, everyone would be on such a ridiculous high in terms of you know, Liverpool have only finished in the top four, is it once in the last seven seasons? Yeah. That's right, yeah. So when Roy Keane comes out and says he, he cringes at the the, the sight I, of I, Liverpool. I think he was more having to go I think he was more having to go at United and Arsenal than well, anything. He, he named checked Liverpool, didn't he? But you think he had to, didn't he? Because they were the three no, the three biggest the three most successful clubs in English football Stop history. Being scared of Roy Keane. Yeah. Yeah. Scared of Roy Keane. Bring him on and bring him in here. Let's podcast. have him on our podcast. I've, yeah. I've had one of them beer fifty two. I'll take him now. Anytime, any place, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> that was James that said that, yeah. by the way. Just just to clarify, yeah. We meant but yeah, but I'm glad you mentioned that about the uh, about the respective strength of the squads because you know Jose Mourinho, Manchester United oh. manager, just in case you don't know who he is, he's been moaning for all you know, weeks and weeks and weeks Last now. Night. Well, I'm about to say this was the United bench that played Celta Vigo in the Europa League. Bear in mind, this is where he was talking about, oh, I haven't got enough players. The bench was De Gea, Young, Smalling, Rooney, Mata, Carrick, and Martial. The way he talk, honest, the way he talks, I thought he had um, what's his face on it? Terry Christian was on the bench. <laughs> Look, we had Kirk out of Corry. Tony Wilson did yeah, one. Rachel Riley was was, was sub goalie. You know what's like, going on? He's making out like oh, this this fixture pile up. Liverpool have had you know Lucas playing centre half, James Milner playing left back. You know, Ryan Brewster on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Brewster, Not, you know, on the bench against player, Palace. You know, we, yeah, talk, we spoke Trent, about this two weeks Martin ago. Bluich, the, yeah. You know, these players. That that's when you you know. Your squad stretch, not when you've got to bring on Wayne Rooney and you know if, if Sergio Romero hurts his hurts his uh, hamstring, you've got to bring David de Gea on. It, it, that, but but then when I get angry about stuff like that, I wonder whether I've, he's I've, he's won he's won yeah he's won he's won. Well, of course, he's mentioned that he Mourinho's mentioned he's going to rest players for the Arsenal game on Sunday because that's a that we'll come to that game now. He's going to basically play that entire bench, isn't he? So there's seven players that are going to go straight into that team. So United aren't going to be throwing this game at all, as much as no, Mourinho's trying to... That bench can beat Arsenal. Well, that, without, that's it. Without it. four extra players. <laughs> I mean, what, what score are we hoping for at Arsenal, United? Nil-nil. 
Bear in mind they can't both lose. I think, yeah, or an Arsenal win. Because Arsenal, uh, Arsenal aren't a threat anymore. Ooh. You think so? No, no Arsenal no, are the ones no. that I'm still They're thinking. They're so flaky, no chance. You I having that? I think Arsenal have absolutely... I don't think they'll get a win, but I think the worst case scenario is United win comfortably, isn't it, away? And yeah, You don't really want that. No, not at all. But I, it's, it, I, I like the fact that it's, it's on after Liverpool because I think, I, I genuinely, I, I have this... This theory, and it, it, there's, there's no science behind it, but I have a theory that if United had dropped points against Burnley the other week on the Sunday, I think Liverpool would have beaten Crystal Palace quite comfortably. And I think the fact that United got a bit of a comfortable win at a tough away ground, I think that that played into Liverpool's minds and they, they felt a bit more pressure. For that well, game. I, th- I think I'm right in using sums that if Liverpool beat Southampton, they'll be 12 points clear of Arsenal, won't they? Yeah. With And they'd have five games left, so realistically, they would have to win all five of their yeah. games. And, yeah. and, Listen, Arsenal. I've got an FA Cup final on the horizon as well. Are Arsenal going to be able to go hell for leather in five five games? They can't even go hell for leather for five minutes. <laughs> not five games. Tottenham, that's really yeah, that's right. I mean, Christian, do you agree? You, I know you said nil nil. Is that what you want to happen? Uh, because I, I, I do. I mean, my maths is terrible. I got a D as GCSE, but um, <laughs> thanks. That was mainly algebra. <laughs> this got nothing to do with algebra. Um, but if Liverpool beat Southampton and then it's a draw at Old Trafford. I think it's pretty much in, in I think it's a point that Liverpool are points away from, from sealing top four. Uh, I don't think that's yeah. right. Well, I think I think you definitely got a D in GCSE maths yeah. to be but, fair. But it certainly it certainly helps them, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it, it does. I don't have to show me working, but it certainly helps them. <laughs> yeah, it would put Liverpool six six points clear of United, United have nine to play for. Yeah, and look, yeah. they're going to be but middles for Rafi. You'd like to think so, you'd like to think so. But so, from going back to what we said at the beginning, would you therefore agree that this is a massive game for Liverpool? This is probably the one out of the three that remain, and if they win this, then it sets them up for the last two, and if it puts win the this, pressure on the other two. Yeah, you, you actually yeah, think if that? If they win this, they're definitely there. I think, they, yeah. I think they, they've got one foot in after Watford, after the weekend that they had. I think Jan Moby said the same yeah. in his column. Um, but I think if they beat Southampton, the which leads us to the question, do you think they'll beat Southampton? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what a setup. Yeah. Pulled it across goal and I couldn't get it to it. I do, actually. Oh, well, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. But I think it'll be really tight and dour. Um, but I just think, you know, aside from that Palace game, they've made a bit of a knack in the last month of grinding out pretty ugly wins. And, and I think Sunday might be another one. I think, I think a 1-0. Two one nil. You think one 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 one? I think I think it'll be two one to Liverpool. I think they might even go behind and have to find a little bit extra, but I think they'll they'll get it. I'm going to amaze you all by saying I am expecting a com- not expecting, but I would not be surprised if it was a comfortable Liverpool victory because I think as as I was alluding to earlier, I think there's someone's going to click. They'll maybe the pressure is off them a little bit after that result on on Monday. And as Neil said, I think by going first, they can put out this statement, and maybe the pressure is. Slightly off them a little it, bit. It would be weird if they finished in the top four, having having not played well from November onwards. Not from Southampton <laughs> away, not, basically. Not yeah. played fluently since you know that, that would be even more of a feather. Well, in to the be fair, Manchester United happens. haven't played well for about three years now, and they're, yeah, they're still in with it. And, and then we got Arsenal, so maybe that explains why Liverpool are, are third, and, and perhaps they aren't getting the credit as Neil said that that they should well, be. Pep Guardiola. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, that'll do us uh, for this podcast. Join us next week, where hopefully we'll be looking back at a Liverpool victory. Cheerio.